Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver. Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. In a minute, you're going to get to hear the conversation that I had with Jeff Ram. Jeff Ram is the owner and creator of Celebrity Service. If you've not heard about Celebrity Service, I genuinely believe it's the differentiator between you and your competitors. Also, right at the end, Jeff offers a... um, a special offer for his books if you just email him and tell him you've listened to this podcast. Definitely one not to be missed. Enjoy. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved. Today, I have um, a great opportunity to speak with creator of Celebrity Service, OMG Marketing, and um, one of my favorite keynote speakers. Hello there, Jeff Ram. Hey, Lee, and hello, everybody. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thank you very much. Really good. Thank you. Um, so I guess for those people that don't know who Jeff Ram is, how have you got to sit in that seat? If you just give us a little bit of a backstory. Oh, how far do I go back? So I'm a, I'm a professional speaker. Uh, I've written three books. Uh, my topics are customer service and marketing, but my brand is celebrity service and OMG marketing. Um, and I get to travel the world, or should I say used to, uh, used to travel the world uh, and delivering keynote seminars um, for, for some amazing brands, you know, from entrepreneurs to some of the biggest worldwide brands. And uh, that, that's my business as a, as a main keynote speaker. That, that is me. Um, so I've been in business. So on March the 1st, of this year, I was celebrating my 18th year in business. So this wow, is happy now anniversary. Month. Thank you. So, um, so yeah, March was an interesting month. So um, into my 19th year now, and for the first whew, seven years, maybe seven eight years, I was 95% consultant in the northeast of England, and 5% speaker. And for the speaking things, I was working like like through the Chamber of Commerce and Barclays and all of these kind of small events. And I sat down with my wife Haley um, one Christmas time, and you know the, the conversation was, "What, what does the future hold? What, what do you really want to do?" And this tiny little thing of speaking thing that I used to do, I said, "That's what I would love to do. I would love to be able to do that, 100% of the time." And as I'm sat here with you right now, people listening in, this is me for the last seven or eight years. This is what I've done. Um, and I, I just I just love every minute of it. That's that's me. And, and interesting when the, the, the topics aside, my talks are all about real life stories. So I, I tell stories and the, the humorous. And if we can get an audience to smile, laugh, engage, we can learn so, so much more. Um, so I get a real buzz from the results of what clients take away from the events and the talks. And um, that is me. I support Sunderland football team. So um, this is the depths of depression right now. Never mind uh, a certain virus. Um, I have an amazing wife, Haley. And two amazing children, uh, Grace and Elliot, and, and that is us. That is me. Oh, fantastic! 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 Thank you very much. So, I've got a few questions actually. Um, you said that uh, if people are smiling and take something away from from when you're speaking, what is it that people take away? 
so I there's there's a, uh, so in a, in, a, in a talk, whether it be half an hour, half a day, full day, whatever it may be. Um, beforehand, I know the audience. You know, I've, I've I've had some great briefing calls with the clients. So I know the audience, but I also know what you like to cover, what you like me to add. Now, what I've got, if you've ever seen, have you ever seen the movie The Minority Report? Yep. So Tom Cruise, when he's got that big screen and he goes, and he, all that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's me. So I have hundreds of stories that I collect. So everywhere I go, Lee, something that makes me smile, makes me cry, makes me go, oh my God, what, what, what on earth is that? I capture it. Now it could be a one-to-one yeah. -one conversation. It could be something I oversee, something I receive on an email, whatever it may be. And I capture it. And I capture it as a video or a photograph or whatever it may be. But I create a story around that great thing, that great piece of experience or service or marketing. So I capture it. I turn it into a story. But there's got to be a reason why I'm telling that story. And there's got to be a business lesson within that story. What is it that made you open that email? What is it that made you laugh, cry? What is it that stood out from every one of the competitors doing exactly the similar type of thing? Yeah. So I bring out through the use of stories, the key learning that a business can take away in that room. And quite often, yeah. a lot of the time, Lee, clients say to me, don't tell stories from our industry. We want to hear stories about the airline industry. Tell us something about retail. Tell us something about online. So we can, it's something different for our audience to connect with. Yeah. But, the, but the, the key learning is what we can actually physically do tomorrow. And that, that is key. Make somebody laugh. Engagement and interaction are, are two of the biggest pluses I've got in my, in my arsenal uh, with, with audience uh, interaction. But it's what techniques and what things can you have learned from Jeff's talk today that we can impact on our business tomorrow. And I've got a oh, flip a neck. I mean, I've got reams and I've got pages of emails and results from clients from all over the world who've contacted me a week later, a month later, a year later and said, Jeff, remember when we took on yeah. board this, we've done this and just thought I'd let you know that our sales have done this. We've just won this award. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, it's amazing. It's the greatest feeling. It's a, it's a yeah. wonderful feeling being on stage and doing what I do, but my, and I don't know when these results are gonna come in. They just ping on an email and you're like, oh my word, look at that. And again, yeah. these stories come back to me. Then I put them back into a future talk and say, this company last month did this. What are you going to do from these from yeah. these messages today? So the minority report, I, 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 I don't have a keynote. I don't have a keynote set talk where I just go, ta-da, and I do that. Wow. Every, I, I, I don't. I have a keynote amount of time, but the stories... Yeah. will be constructed for that audience, for that time frame, and for what they want to learn. And wow. um, yeah, so it's, yeah, my uh, my Mac that I'm talking on now, it's it's basically the biggest PowerPoint keynote machine you've seen in your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, that, that, I, I, love, I love what you're doing there, actually, because everybody goes through life and everybody has experiences. Yeah. Um, so as, as you know, I, I'm, I'm in the uh, the change arena and to, mm. to introduce um, elements or introduce concepts is far easier to use a story, a real life story yeah. to introduce that concept. But how do you... 
how how do you go about your your business and then go and see something and then capture it and then turn it into a story? Can you just talk me through that process a little bit? Because I think that'll really oh, help people. Do you know what it is? Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll go back. I'll go back eighteen months, right? And then you've got to remind me that, I, that about this question because I will forget, right? And this is okay. Just, me this is billy Connolly, right so in three hours time i'll come back to the to the reason yeah um so 18 months ago i spoke and that was the most high pressured talk of my life right i was speaking on the main stage i was the only english english speaker to have ever spoken on this american Okay, and they had 2,000 speakers, mainly from the US, but all over the world, 2,000 speakers at a speakers convention. This is speakers talking to speakers. Yeah. Wow. Nobody, nobody wants to listen. You know, everybody wants to talk. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. So I'm on the main stage, okay, and I do the introduction. I, I, do, I had 20 minutes TED style, 20 minute thing. And I did the introduction to celebrity service, and then one of my key stories from Hamleys, uh, and it's, it's a story uh, about a lady called Julia who works at Hamleys. And I did the introduction, which takes about nine minutes, and then I did the story, which took about 10. And so nerve-wracking speaking in front of your peers, it's just ridiculous. But I did it because it was a challenge, and I'm like, I'm the only English person to have ever been asked, so I'm not going to say no. I'm going to go for it. So I did it. I uh, got this wonderful stand ovation at the end, which was which was amazing. And um, for the next three days of the conference, Lee, honestly, people were coming up to me in the lift and going, "Oh my God, you're storytelling. You tell the story. You tell the story." And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah." <laughs> oh, but but who's your coach? Who's your coach? And I'm like, uh, uh, "I don't have one." No, you must have a you must have a speaking coach. And I'm like, no, I don't have one. And and people in the lift were like, he doesn't have a coach. But but you're storytelling, Jeff. You're storytelling. And 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 I had honestly, Lee, for three days, I had this. Oh, you, you the way you tell your story, your facial expressions, the way you did this, the way you did this on stage. And I'm, I, for me, it was natural. And I was like, huh? Yeah. And then, and I, I'm not saying this is right, but I, I came up with an answer after about two days. And I was like, oh my god. It was lovely that people felt this way, but I said, and they said, how did you, one person said over breakfast, how do you do your stories? And I just, I just, I couldn't answer for two days. And I just went, I'm in them. And he's like, what? I said, I'm in the story. And he said, what do you mean? I said, I'm not telling a story. I am in the story. And you were going to, he said, how do you mean? I said, well, and I went back to the Julia Hamley story. I said, I'm telling, I'm, I'm delivering the story to you and you know where I am and what I'm wearing. You know the layout of the store because I've told you about this. I'm telling you that I got up the escalator and I turned the corner. Now, when I turned the corner, I slightly turn on stage like that. So you're with me. I'm in the oh, story. Yeah. Yeah. I, I play a few roles in every story. So I will play Julia. I will play me. I will tell you what I'm thinking and what she's feeling and what she's saying and how I'm reacting. And I said, when you are in your own story, and this goes back to originality and authenticity and all those little words, you've got to tell your own stories. Now, 
it's me getting a graph, getting a thing. You can't tell somebody else's story. You can't tell somebody else's material. But when it's yours, when you've been in the store, when you've smelled it, tasted it, interacted, got names, took photographs, the yeah. audience is there. The audience yeah. is there. A, a great, a great movie, a great Oscar-winning performance movie. You are in the story. You're feeling every emotion. How can you go? How can you go to a, a blockbuster that's cost three hundred million and it and it flops? You know. So I. What was your question? I can't remember. No, no. I'm okay. um, it, so, so it's it, it's about those stories, and and you, you everybody lives stories. How do you capture them? Yeah. Uh, to be able to then well, recall them the way that you yes. do. Yes. So every time I leave the house, I mean, we, we, the great thing is we've all got our phones on us now, which are video recorders, which are everything now. Now I have on my phone, I have hundreds, thousands, thousands, flipping neck of photographs. So this, this, you know, we have we have our family stuff and all the rest of it and holiday photographs, but I've got folders in this phone called keynote stuff, yeah. keynote stuff. And if I see a funny sign, if I see a member of staff who was quite rude or they, they've done something poor or somebody's done something brilliant, to be honest with you, Lee, 99.9% .9 of my stuff is all positive. We can't be inspired by negative. So all of my stuff is positive. So every yeah. time I come across a person, a thing, something that has just went, oh, that was bloody good. That was really good. I, I That's when I, I say, right, that could be a potential story. Yeah. I wonder when I could use that. So I take a photograph of the envelope of the person. I said, do you mind if I get a selfie or can I, whatever it may be? Or I'll take a picture of the thing and then it becomes real. So I can see it. I could then do this with an audience. I, I know that I know the, I know the story cause I, I was there. I, I was there. Yeah. I, I, you know, um, and I could then reveal on the slide and I would I would possibly say my style of speaking is like a tag team. If you go back to the old, well, the, the current, but the old WWF, you know, in the WWF before they became animals, the old yeah. WWF tag team, right? So one would go in and do all sorts of stuff, the setup, and then tag to punch in the next person. And my style is very much tell a story, tell a story, build it up, build it up, emotions, whatever. And then when I tag in, I click the slide as a reveal. Got you. An actual reveal. Now, I can come back in and, and, and finish off the, the story or the key learning for a business to use. Or maybe there's another story. Maybe there's a video. So it's this constant tag team that I have with my slides. And I use slides because – and you'll, and you'll see this when you check out my videos on my website or on YouTube. There are a few videos on there which will show you this in action. So this is the story. This is the setup. Da -da -da, da -da -da -da. And then I receive this. And then oh, it's in my, so I click and say, people can see yeah. it. Oh, that's it. That's what Jeff's been talking about. And then this happened. Bang. And then this. Oh, God, that's what happened next. And it's, it's just like a movie. Yeah, perfect. perfect. Um, no, I love that. I, I love it. I, I haven't had any training. I, 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 I don't know. I, I have a lot of fun with it. I have a lot of fun. Yeah, with I think, 
I think that's really important, isn't it? And and I think it comes back to what you said as well. It's about it's about you being you, um, and you're just genuinely authentic when you're delivering it. You're delivering it your way. Um, so no, that's really good. Really, what is celebrity service? <laughs> uh, I knew you were going to ask. Okay, <laughs> right. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> there is okay. I don't know how many customer service manuals you've got in your office. I don't know how many customer service or experience books you've read. How many trainers you see watching this now. Every book, speaker, manual, trainer will tell you two things. They'll tell you two things for your business to stand out in the marketplace 2020, 2021 and beyond. Right? There's two things. The first is you must always go the extra mile. Wow. And the second yeah. thing is you must always exceed expectations. Now yeah. you try and go back into your team after hearing this and saying, close the door, close the door, come in. We need to go the extra mile. <laughs> try and inspire your team. There is nothing new in the world of customer service. There is nothing new. We've been trotting out the same stuff time and time again. I think I found something and it's called celebrity service. Now, there's a longer story, which you can have a look on a video at, at your leisure, um, of, of where celebrity service came from. It actually came at an event I did in Carlisle in Cumbria some oh, 15 years ago or so. Um, long, uh, how long ago was it? Maybe 16, 17 years ago. And I got into a conversation and I came up with this phrase called celebrity service to an audience member. And it's a God's truth story, and it's it's on a few of my videos, and it's like, that is the story. This is what it is. Right now, you think you're delivering a high level of service. Yeah? Maybe it's eight, nine out of ten for your clients. If your next customer, client, passenger, member, whoever it is, the next, next customer of yours, were to tweet, email, walk into your office, pick up the phone, and they were an A-list celebrity, Hollywood, God or goddess. I'm talking, I'm talking the top, I'm talking the top lot. What would you say? What would you do? How do you react? What would be the difference? Oh, wow. The difference is the gap you never realize exists. Right now you're delivering eight out of 10, for example. Okay, that's by the way, that's the global average research average that I've had in over 42 countries in the last eight years. When I ask this to audiences on the scale of one to 10, where would you rate yourself? If one is abysmal, but 10 is incredible. Yeah. Where would you put yourself? The global average is eight. So I always use the word uh, number eight. You're delivering this. If your next customer client were Cameron Diaz, Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, George Clooney, your service level, it will just go your service you don't realize exists. It's the gap that yes. if you can fill, there's not a competitor in your in your arena, in your sector, can touch you for the service and experience you're giving that client. Now, yeah. it's a philosophy, Lee. It, the philosophy is a question. The question's a philosophy. If you're, and, and anybody on this, uh, watching this and listening to this right now, Ask this now of every single one of your touch points, the email going out, the way you answer the phone, the way somebody has a meeting and they come to see you. Do they have a car parking space? Possibly not. But if mm -hmm. George Clooney was to arrive on Thursday, 
I wonder what the coffee would taste like. I wonder if you'd have yeah. extra, I wonder if you'd have some biscuits with a foil around them because George is coming. I wonder yeah. if you'd have his little, I wonder if, you, I wonder if Lee would take his car out of his place and leave it for George. Now, these are tiny little touch points of a meeting yeah. from somebody arriving to somebody coming in. How would you dress? I bet you, I bet you wouldn't wear your normal suit, Lee. I would, you'd, you'd, you'd get a bit your best stuff. Yeah. Everything, everything would be improved. So celebrity service is a philosophy. The philosophy is the stories. Is I broke it down into nine, a nine-stage program. So celebrity stands for consistency, excitement, love, engagement, bravado, response, independence, thank you, and you and your team. And these are the nine components you can look at for every section of your business yeah. and redesign and redefine your levels of service. I'm, yeah. I'm working with I'm working with the likes of Warner Brothers. I'm working with the likes of the IHG Group. I'm working with um, some incredible, incredible brands, and to inspire the teams to build that gap, the results are phenomenal. Now, if we can yeah. inspire them to do it, if we can make them laugh and talk and make them engaged and come up with their own ideas, and I do this in other ways, that's. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. I don't know what to say. I, it's, it's, there is something here that is just taking the market by storm. And it's something that, that I love and something that hopefully in a few months' time I'll be, I'll be able to do once again for, on, the, on the actual stage somewhere. Yeah, completely. I mean, it, it comes it comes across that, that your passion for it, the love for it, and, and how much you enjoy doing what you do. Do you mm. ever come up against any any challenges um, for for people around delivering a celebrity service? Do they throw things like, "Well, we can't do that"? Think of the cost, or think of um, uh, think of the amount of time, or yeah, what challenges I, do you get? I would. I don't get the challenges. Uh, interestingly enough, the time. Oh, I'll come back to the time. I'll come back to the time because um, this will this will this will tell you where I get my stories from and how I relate them. So uh, I must remember yep. time. I one when somebody has seen one of my talks, half an hour, an hour, two hours, however long, you will see that the the content and the business lessons in there cost next to nothing next to nothing there's only yeah. in the thank you stage of the tea and celebrity where i say how do you thank your clients and it's about reinvesting some of the profits back into gifting to say thank you for thank you for that order or doing something yeah. when they come to your office do something a little bit special for them so there's only that that can have a perceived cost but you take it out of the profits you've already made yeah small-minded people will say cost the positive people the entrepreneurs of this world will say invest that's the that's the the area that I'm in. So yeah. when somebody has seen my talk and has listened to the stories, they go, "Oh my god, it doesn't cost anything." And sometimes I'll have the accounting finance teams in the audience, and I yeah. go, "I hope you're making a list of how much this is costing." Then they go, "I went, I know," yeah. <laughs> and they love it. They're like, "It's not going to cost it." I know. Yeah, and um, so that's the one thing. Um, time, time, yeah. 
Now, I bring this up before a client does or somebody in the audience. I will bring this up. Um, and it's, it's one of my favorite stories. And it's, it's from the Walnut Street Supper Club in Philadelphia. The Walnut Street Supper Club, right? Wow. So yeah. I'm going to go back oh, seven years, six, seven years, seven years ago. Seven years ago. I was in, I, was, I did a conference in Philadelphia. And a group of us, three or four of us, went out for a meal on the night time. And we went to the Walnut Street Supper Club. I'm not from Philadelphia, as you can tell. My, my good friend, David Newman, who's a phenomenal marketing speaker, he's from Philly, and we've been mates for years. He said, Jeff, come on, we'll, we'll all go to this place. Uh, I think you'll like it. Now, it was a Tuesday night, and it was throwing it down with rain. And we got in a cab, and I was like, really? Tuesday night throwing it? What, what going for? We could just eat at the hotel. Uh, no, no, we'll go to this place. And it was the, the, the Supper Club. The place was packed. The place was packed. And I was like, flipping heck. Anyhow, sat down. We had the last table. I'm sat here. Um, David and a few of the guys are here on the table. Place is packed. Ordered drinks. Behind me was a sort of a disused stage. There was a stage. There was a piano. Um, there was a rigging over the top, but it was all in darkness. Um, so I thought, all right, you know, little sort of entertainment area closed off and it's Tuesday night we had our drinks glasses big white shirt he, he comes running through the restaurant and he literally weaves through brushes past me jumps up onto the stage flips the piano and starts to play and I'm like flipping heck you don't get this in Sunderland yeah. you know, this is, it's, it's a Tuesday night yeah. so I was like alright this is good so he's playing I was like alright fair enough so anyhow we had the starters then, then the, the mains were coming out and then I heard this voice and I was like oh my god so I turned around and there was a singer next to this guy belting out this song and I was like so I took my phone clicked at the video and just got about 30 seconds stopped and then ate and drank and all the rest of it and this went on all night so a few minutes later somebody else was singing then somebody else was singing I was like how amazing is this yeah go back to the how I how I weave my normal life into the story so I will tell that story the guy, glasses weaving in, flips the piano, starts to play. How fantastic is this? And then I heard this voice and I said, this is what I saw. Then I click my clicker and the video would come on with the music of the guy, of the recording that I took. So the audience yeah. is now in the restaurant with me. They're seeing yeah. what I saw, right? But what they see, so the guy does his stuff, 30 seconds, and then it stops and I'll say, what do you notice? So this is the interactive part of all of my stories. And somebody will shout out, he's the waiter. I'm like, yeah, he's the waiter. I said, it's not wow. just him. And I click another one and there's, another, there's a young lady singing. And then I click another one. There's another one singing. And the audience is like flipping heck. Never seen that. Never seen that. And I said, and this is where we'll debunk the challenge before it comes in. And I say, right, we've just spent two hours delivering celebrity service. You've come up with your own ideas, which is brilliant. You know the, the you know the um, the philosophy. I've showed you the key stories that bring it to life. Some of you right now in the room will be thinking, ah, yes, Jeff, but we're busy. The market, the thing. I haven't got time. Hang on a second. I haven't got time. And how, how do I do this? And and, I, and I, for those of you who are thinking you haven't got time, I always say to you this. 
Walnut Street Supper Club. These are these are members of staff who are in a busy restaurant who are going to the table, serving the table, getting the cash machine, getting the cash machine. And I, this, I said, this is what I see. Somebody waves across and says, two minutes, two minutes. So the pianist knows two minutes, ready to start. They then clear the table, they take the food, they get the coats. Next table comes in, waiter jumps up, belts out another song. And I said, they are serving in between serving. I said, they're on minimum wage. And I said, that's the greatest restaurant experience I have ever come across in my life. I am talking about a restaurant in Philadelphia. Give me a reason, anybody in this room now, to, for me to talk about you at my next conference. Because if nobody's talking about you, you're not, you're not giving them reason to be talked about. Yeah. So that whole time element, which yeah. I, I, it's possibly took me an hour to tell you, um, that's yeah, the only, oh, have we, have we got time to do this? And I'll go, Walnut Street Supper Club, don't give me any excuses. You're, you're already delivering eight out of 10. I'm not asking you to deliver 12 out of 10. I'm on about, what would it take you to go up an extra one? Yeah. Maybe she spent an extra two minutes on that email rather than the cut and paste you've been using for five years. Yeah. Maybe you could do something different. Maybe you could find out something about that person. So when they come to your meeting, when you go to their place, whatever point in the year, you can go back with a greater experience. Why? Because life is too bloody short. Yeah. And I want you to be the talk of the town. And I want them to leave that job and go somewhere else and go, you know what? We've got to use Lee. We have to use Lee. Who's Lee? I've been working with him for the last five years. His service is unreal, man. Yeah, but it wouldn't get a little bit cheaper down the road. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, really, really powerful. Yeah. Really, really powerful. I know. I normally ask, um, so I, I normally say, this podcast is called Business Problem Solve. What's the number one business problem you think that needs solving? But what I want to ask you is, this podcast is called Business Problem Solved, but what's the number one problem that people have in delivering a celebrity service? Oh! Say that again. The number one problem. Yeah, so what's the number one problem that people have in delivering a celebrity service? Is it in one of the nine letters? Is it what what is it? I th yes. I, I would I would plump for Oh God could be anything. Um but I'll go with engagement. I'll go with engagement. Um Engage enga engagement of who? Engagement of the staff to their customers. And indeed, the staff to them, to to the to the to their to their colleagues. So engagement in celebrities. Now, let's be honest, Lee. Engagement is the most overused word in the world of business for the last decade. You know, we've got engagement, yeah. engagement, engagement. In celebrity service, it is the art of asking questions, but listening to the nugget listening and it's all very well saying oh you listen to the customer no 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 no. i say forget about that because you won't listen to five minutes of the customer listen out for the nugget of why they want it why they're here why they've chosen you why are they interested i says because once you find that nugget you can use it and i personally think the the biggest problem we have we don't engage enough we don't engage enough. Um, how many times? And I'm not on about going to a shop and somebody comes. Can I help you? Can I help you? Can I help you? And, you know, we've we've had this for years, but that conversation, that conversation can be quite quite hard at times um, to start. So 
the asking of the questions, but finding the nugget of the answer when you're listening, but then you give it back, it costs nothing but means the world. There's so yeah. many things. Oh, Lee, you've asked me a question. I could go through any one of the letters. Um, but that, that's, that's a big one, I think. That's the one. That's the one. Okay, what's the worst advice you've ever been given? Oh, God. Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, what's the worst advice I've ever been given? Yeah, because pe- people can can kind of pluck from the sky what the best advice is. But as- <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I'm taking my son to the to the Sunderland game. Do you want to go to your first <laughs> game? And that was 39 <laughs> years ago. Bloody hell! Why did I not go to Barcelona? For God's sake! Um, yeah. <laughs> worst advice. <laughs> I don't. Um, worst advice. I gen. I generally don't know. No. I, gen- I generally don't know. I mean, I suppose I, I suppose I get advice or I get suggestions, and either I, I take it or I don't, or I go with it. Or yeah. But I suppose if somebody's given me a suggestion, I haven't gone with it. I don't. I don't hold on to it. Um, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I might have to have it. No, no, that's fine. Uh, no, yeah. that's, fa- that's fine. I lose a life. That's fine. No, no, not not at all. Not at all. So when I introduced you, I said you were the creator of celebrity spe- um, celebrity celebrity service and yep. creator of OMG marketing. And then you've said that actually celebrity service is the thing that you're doing primarily. That's the thing that you're doing most currently is celebrity service. <clears throat> um, did yes. you use OMG marketing to grow celebrity service? Did, did you use OMG marketing to Ooh. grow celebrity service? No. It's really, okay. Uh, I'll I try, try and cover this answer. So, OM, uh, so marketing. I've, I've been in marketing yeah. since I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. I, I remembered slogans and adverts and logos from when I was four or five year old. So I've always remembered, you know, the milk tray man advert, the milky bar kid and all that type of wonderful stuff. And I was besotted by the world of advertising and promotion. It, school, college, university, this is what I sort of uh, specialized in. It was marketing. And there was customer service and business in that as well, but it was mainly marketing. When I, it's really interesting because as I as I'm collating all my stories and all my ideas for OMG, which is observational marketing greats, and I wrote the first book. Um, when I now look at that book, a third of the content is customer service. And what I did, oh, yeah. Lee, is if you look, if you look at is. Is, uh, is is OMG is the pie? A third of it back in back in the day was customer service. Now in my book, in the first one, there's two pages, and it's uh, the title's called "And Then a Celebrity Walked In," and it's me talking about celebrity service in two pages. Bang! Because guess what? My baby is is marketing. Yeah, that tripped. Philadelphia. Oh, look, I've done a Billy Connolly. I've gone back. That trip to Philadelphia with a Walnut Street Supper Club. I met one of my best friends now, a lady called Donna St. Louis. 
you'll have to get her on the show. You'll have to get her on the show. She's fab. And she's a good friend with Nigel Risner. So the three of us, crazy, right? So you must get Donna. She's Donna St. Louis. I'll send you the details. Um, And we met in Philadelphia. We We didn't know each other from Adam, right? And we met and it was just, we just connected. You know, you just can just bounce off somebody and ideas and stuff. And, is it, and um, yeah. we helped each other. We helped each other's business for, for months and months. We still do to this day. But months, every week we had a Skype call. Do you remember Skype? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so every... <laughs> oh, sorry, Skype. Um, so every week we had a Skype call and we helped each other's business. So uh, one o'clock Sunderland, Sunderland time was 8 a.m. Miami time. I was, can we not just swap? Can we not just swap? Yeah. Um, and she rang me up out, out of the blue. And it, our call wasn't um, due for another few days. And I was like, and, and it, it, why are you late? Am I early? She went, shut up, shut up. She said, um, I've, I've seen one of the, I've just seen a video on YouTube. I said, yeah. I said, which one? She said, you're talking about something called celebrity service. And it's a five minute video and she showed me this piece of paper. She said, I have just written a list of things I would do differently for my clients based on a five minute talk. And I said, wow. She said, the answer to your future business is in front of your face. Wow. I was like, what? Because... You don't you don't see it sometimes, do you? You don't see it. Others, others, yeah. you know. Um, and I was like, "What?" She said, "Everybody wants marketing, but everybody needs service." And I said, "No, but I talk about it in OMG." She said, "No, no. All I see is marketing. That's your title." So from that call, Lee, I split the brand. Yeah. Did I wow. have OMG to build celebrity? No, it was already there. Yeah. But it was camouflaged. Yeah. I didn't see it. So I split the brand. So that's two books. That's now one, but I'm, I'm starting to write my fourth now because, uh, ooh, bit of downtime. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so when I launched both, and this is interesting, so sat with you right now, over the last five years, 95% of my bookings worldwide are for celebrity service. And she was right. She was yeah, right. Now wow. I still I still deliver in my same style. That tag yeah. team, um, uh, real life stories, ideas, inspirational stuff for the audience. Um, so I still do that. I still do my interactive sessions as well. Um, but celebrity service, as, as I said, it's such a uh, ridiculously simple concept. But this is what makes it so successful because the CEO or the person on day release from college who's just there on the morning yeah. gets it. They get it within minutes. They get what it yeah. means. They go, I, I, I understand it. I understand what that level could look like. But then what I do is I reveal all of the stories and the techniques for you to build a gap. Yeah, Perfect. Perfect. No, good. Really good. If somebody wanted to know more about you, um, get some of your stuff, where would they go and what would they do? Yeah. Oh, all of the usual outlets. Um, you can go to the mothership, which is jeffram.com and that's G E O 
double F R A double M. So it's jeffram.com. Uh, that's my website. You can have a look at that if you wish. Um, I've got a wonderful, wonderful little YouTube channel. There's over a hundred videos on there. Just again, type in Jeff Ram, subscribe, help yourself. You'll see, you'll actually see my talk that I did in Dallas. And you'll see yeah. some of the stories like Julia at Hamley's. You'll see some of this, like uh, Elliot's Magic Ticket. That's another big story that people love. Um, so you'll see how I use my stories and as a tag team and how I build yeah. engagement. So there's all, they've got some like, OMG talks. Oh, there's a one called The Greatest Piece of B, B2B Marketing Ever. And I was quite oh, yeah? blase when I, when I put that title, but I went, no, I think it is. And um, we talk about results for clients watch that video watch that video i'm not going to say anything else but it was a conference yeah. i did in malta a few years ago um so it's called the greatest b2b marketing what i'm saying is youtube channel 100 videos help yourself all free um if anybody would like uh to get the the copy of the books they're available on amazon uh, so the trilogy is available on amazon if you want them signed if you if you want I'll, I'll i'll do a deal for you i'll do some sort of package for you if anybody wants all three and i'll sign them and i'll um I'll put them in a nice envelope and I might use my one walk a day to go to the post office <laughs> to, to send it to you. So um, what am I going to say? So website, YouTube channel, um, books, and yeah, I suppose the usual LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. If you want to connect, uh, if anyone wants to know more or would like me to help them or just give me a shout. Give me a call. Yeah, perfect. So, if if people do want the um the the books and stuff and and uh, and to package like that, is that that's from your website? That's where they get those from? No, do you know what? Or, just just email me direct. Email if you direct. go to Jeff okay. Jeff at jeffram.com, um, and yep. what I'll do if if you just put in there, I I listen to I listen to the podcast with Lee, just something like that. Podcast Lee's podcast. You just put a bit of stuff at this, so I know where you're from. And then I'll I'll do a yeah. I'll do a special offer. I don't even know what that is yet, um, but I'll, I'll, I'll oh, do exciting. a special offer. It's it's so off the hot off the press. It's still on the press, isn't it? <laughs> I've no idea. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'm like yeah. Yeah, I'll do I'll do something. Um, perfect. Oh, oh, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell you what I'll do. Here's a one for you. You can also get oh, a postcard. Check it out. <laughs> right? How old school is this? Right? I'll show you this. Look at these. Look at these. Look at these. Oh wow. People think I'm mad, right? People think I'm mad, but I don't know where they get that from. Well, you get yeah, them if oh. you're clients, but if you want to buy oh, some books, I'll, what I do is this is just a quick little thing, and it's something that everybody can do. We, we're so we're so fascinated with looking to the future to connect with customers and to deliver a greater service. I'm like some of the greatest answers are behind us, but your competition left them years ago. Yeah. So about 10 years ago, I got rid of my e-newsletter. I'm like, every speaker does it. I'm like, I'm bored. Because so about a decade ago, I got rid of mine. But I send postcards to clients and I handwrite them. And people in the audience go, oh, wow. what? what? <laughs> and and, and yeah. it costs a fortune. Stamps, oh my word. Yeah. And um, But you, you don't delete a postcard, you know? And yeah. simple, simple things. Simple things. Yeah. But I'll, I'll put some postcards in the in the packs as well for you. Oh, perfect. Yeah, no, I love that. I was uh, I was talking to somebody talking to somebody the other week who was uh, who was struggling to get who was struggling to get a job, and they were they were using all the job boards and uh, they were using LinkedIn and all everything that everybody else does. I says, why not? Why not just write a letter to a company that you want to work mm. for? 
brilliant. Why, why not try that? Because pen and paper, exactly. Every, everybody opens the, a letter that they receive, but not everybody opens an email. So I think you're dead right. I, I love that, looking back at stuff that we've we've tried before and it's worked in the past. I love that. Perfect. Um, what does... Uh, what does the Four words. Go on. You, you could be bothered. I've yes. seen four words when you do things like that. You could be bothered. Yes. You know? Yeah. Any Anybody can email, anybody can press a button. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, you were saying. Yeah, no, 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 completely. Completely. I, I like that. I'm, I'm making a note of that one as well. Um, what does the creator of Celebrity Service and OMG Marketing have for the T? Oh, what was that? Sorry, you, you just broke what up there have, a bit. What, what do you have for your T? What do I have or what am I going to have? Oh, okay. What are you going to have for your tea? Okay, okay. Well, tonight, I think Elliot's yeah. going to have an omelette. And mm. uh, I got from the butchers the other day, got some koftas. So they're going to have some koftas and stuff like that. Last well, night, because I, I am oh, yeah. Jeff the chef, um, last night we had uh, wonderful chicken fajitas. And um, oh, wow. our local Italian... Which is a great story, actually. One, it's a great story. So it's literally a few hundred yards up the road from us, um, but they are keeping open because they can do takeaway, uh, so they can deliver. Yeah. So it's an Italian restaurant, which you know all of the staff they had. So um, and it's a wonderful story because they put stuff out on social media, and they've been sold out every day. They've been sold out wow. every day. They must be doing better than when they were open. Um, yeah. so I think they might be going around not wash, not wanting to wash their hands. Um, yeah. so they, they're doing really well, but it's great to see. You know, there's a lot of yes. doom and gloom. So that's that's our Friday, our oh, our local fantastic. restaurant. So Jeff the chef night off. Yeah, no, I feel like I'm in there. I'm living in your house now. You, you took me into your house and told me everything you're you live in there. So no, that's what, good. What, what the, are you the, having? What are you having tonight? Oh no, that's a no, that's a really good question. I think nobody ever asks me. Um, um, what, Celebrity what servers. Yeah, no, this is it. <laughs> yeah, because you could be because you could be bothered. Um, that was good. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know yet. Whatever, I'm, whatever I'm provided with, I think whatever I'm given, I think this evening. Um, so it might be it might be a Sunday roast on a Wednesday. Oh, because neck, you brought it yeah, forward. Well done. Well, I think we, we just we're in this time now where we've got to be really resourceful with what we've got in our house. Um, yeah. So I think yeah. that's what it is. So it's a it's a Sunday roast on a Wednesday, I think tonight. Uh, otherwise known as a roast. Um, so yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, so what I just want to say, I want to say thank you for your time this afternoon. It's been an, an immense pleasure to to pleasure. chat with you, to lear, learn from you, and just to get a little bit of insight into uh, into the the the. the the service that you, the celebrity service that you provide uh, your clients and, and stuff as well. So thank you for that. Um, and have, stay safe, uh, have an amazing uh, rest of your day. Enjoy the koftas. Thank you. Um, any, anything that you could say just to sum up, like, like a few lines just to finish off with? Um, very quick story. Very quick story. And it might, oh, hopefully yeah. it resonates because I last, I haven't told this story for a long time, although I have told it about four times in the last week. Um, after the 9-11 terror attacks in New York City, 9-11, um, every plane was grounded. Every plane was grounded in the world, okay, for weeks. And actually the planet uh, cooled. The planet cooled down because there wasn't the jet fuel going around and crazy stuff. So the, the planet sort of reset. Um, but 9-11, horrific, horrific time. 
and um, every airline was losing money. So therefore, as they're losing money and things are, are, are bad, they started stripping away stuff. So all of the niceties, they wouldn't do this. They, wouldn't, they would take off this from the first class lounge. They wouldn't do this for the business class passengers and all of this type of stuff. So they were stripping everything back to, to cut costs. A gentleman called Gordon Bethorne, and I don't know him, but I read this white paper. A guy called Gordon Bethorne. He was the... He was the CEO of Continental Airlines. A week later, after 9-11, he stood on a, 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 he was at a, a conference and he, he talked about the cost cutting and all the rest of it and how horrible it is. He said, but we will fly again. He said, all of our competitors are cutting everything. He said, now is not the time to take the cheese off the pizza. And I thought it was a wonderful line. Now is not the time to take the cheese off the pizza. Now is the time that we should add more toppings. Because the more we can see to be giving in times of of negativity, people will remember us. And it was re- it was a wonderful line. And and I suppose if I was to finish this, and it's you know it's it's tough fall round flipping neck. It's tougher. It's not a great position. But we will we will fly again. We don't know when, but we yeah. will fly again. Just. When it comes to service and and putting stuff out there to your customers and keeping in contact with them, oh my word! See if you can put some extra toppings on top. You know, yeah. no, don't take anything away. Just we're going to fly again, but be the be the brand, be the business that gave more, did more in these times. And that's all I'll say. Yeah, love that. Love that. I think that's a perfect way to finish. Thanks very much for your time, Jeff. Uh, Really much appreciated. Enjoy the rest of your day and hopefully get the opportunity to speak to you again soon. Take care. All the best, everybody. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the Business Problem Solver or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.